Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a jam-packed episode 175 of the Comic Bookies podcast. Thank you so much for tuning live on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. All three of us, the three caballeros, are back in the saddle and ready to collide the worlds of sports and comics. Let's go. In sports this week, we have a check-in on the NBA season, even though I still don't think the real season has started yet. The divisional round is over. Championship Sunday is set. Who will be going to play for the Super Bowl in Arizona in two weeks we will discuss and we also kind of bag on the Cowboys a little bit and over in comic books we have a huge week of books I think I'm getting 12 so DC Marvel Dynamite Boom Studios AWA just to name a few and then me and Sean discuss everything and anything about The Last of Us episode one and also a fan favorite but we bring back today in comic bookie history all that and more on a brand new episode of the comic bookies podcast let's freaking do this and as the music fades the three of us are back to collide the worlds of sports and comics the Comic Bookies podcast, that is, who are brought to you by Treasure Island Comics in Fremont, California. Tomorrow, January 25th, 2023, is New Comic Book Day. So go out and get your books. Alex can get you any way you want. He's open Wednesdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. But go get those books because there are a plenty. But we are not talking books first. We're talking sports. But first, I'd like to say hello to my cohorts, my co-hosts, Mark and Sean, finally back together after three weeks. I think all of us have been dealing with some sicknesses and stuff. But, you know, with Mark taking a week off and Sean taking a week off, I think we're all finally back and on the mend. Gentlemen, how are you today? You know, for a second, I thought you called this your cohorts, but co-host definitely <laughs> hey, works know, better. Only, sir. only on the weekends. <laughs> enough drinks. Huh? Oh, man. But no, no, like you said, man, uh, it seems like we all been a little bit under the weather of some sort with how the weather's been. That crazy rain looks to be behind us, but still cold, freezing. But no, nah, you know, seems like Mark's better. I'm feeling a little bit better. You as well, Mike. I can't complain, man. Life's all right. My Niners got to win. So hey, we got another week of football for my guys, but... Life in general, life's good, kids good, family's good. Hopefully you guys are good, man. Mike, Mark, what's going on, man? Definitely. What's up, Sean? What's up, Mike? Glad to be back. 175, like Mike mentioned, 25 away from the big two double O. So I'm excited for that and the rest of this year, you know, not excited that football season is dwindling down here with three games left, if you will, you know, so congratulations to the Bay Area zone and your San Francisco 49ers, Sean, still holding it down. Brock Purdy, the man, just can't believe how he's still doing it, you know, talked about it on 174 and just uh, thought Dallas could have got revenge, but it was up to Dak. He couldn't do it. So you guys move on. And yeah, man, the rain has subsided for now in the Northern California and just uh, it gets a little bit chilly now, but the weather is great and having some good clear days. Nice. And I can feel, you know, the springtime, the days are getting a little bit longer. Springtime's around the corner. And as you guys can tell from my background over here, right, it's uh, 24 hours of Daytona coming up on the weekend and it's just one of my favorite races of the year although it's not nascar it is like an imsa race but man just four different classes of cars all night long you know it's you know kind of like the american 24 hour of le mans but it's better because it's like based on our timeline and our time schedule here it's not 
so many hours ahead where you're watching here in the day and it's night in France and whatnot. But just excited, man. Racing season's upon us and, uh, you know, just uh, ready to go, man. Ready to get f- uh, February uh, kicking off and uh, excited to see where the rest of winter and spring takes us, brothers. Yep. As I mean, the weather was finally nice enough for to allow me to get up on the roof and take the Christmas lights off today. So finally, those are finally off christmas is 100 percent put away now so finally that's freaking over with um just hope the good weather kind of stays until the middle of february you know mark with you going down to socal for the clash uh i'll be down there the very next week like like literally five days later to go to disneyland with my wife i just hope that the good weather stays stays put right um but like you said it is cold it is freezing that's why i'm inside for at least one more week because it's freaking cold out there (laughs) It is, bro. And you are the smart one. Stay inside, man. I mean, you know, when you look outside in the morning and your car has the frost on the windows and you got to get to work or do whatever you got to do an extra 10 minutes early, get the defrost going, you know, it's cold. Absolutely. But with that being said, I hope you guys are having a good week so far. Hope everyone having a good Tuesday. We are recording here Tuesday on the 24th of January. But whenever you listen to or watch this, thank you so much for the support. Now, here, let's do sports first, guys. Uh, so the first thing we're going to talk about, let's just let's just get into it, man. The biggest news of the weekend, um, divisional round Saturday and Sunday, um, both games. Uh, you know, like Philadelphia just annihilated New York. God. I mean, it wasn't even a contest, um, but we did get the one home loss on Sunday. We got that there. So I mean, it wasn't at least it wasn't you know all t- the four top seeds winning, but it was to me it was. Two games that didn't seem close at all, which was Cincinnati Buffalo and then Philadelphia New York Giants. And then the other two games, the first and the last game, could have gone either way at any given time because Jacksonville actually had a chance to win that game, at mm-hmm. least tie it. And then Dallas, you know, who knows? You know, they had the dropped interception and then Dak threw two picks, which I think uh, counted for six points. I think they got two field goals off of those two picks. So, you know what? Like, who knows? But sports in general, like a lot of things in life, but sports, especially, you know, from what we you know, tell each other woulda, coulda, shoulda, right? It's all about woulda, coulda, coulda, woulda, shouldas, and usually that means guess what? Your team just freaking lost. That's all that right? <laughs> That's that. That's all it means. Oh, we could have done this. We should have done that. Well, you should have done what ten thousand other things to win the game, but you didn't. So. McCar- McCarthy could have ha- McCarthy could have handled the the end of the half a little bit better there, not giving up those that field goal, right? With uh, giving the ball oh, yeah. back to San Francisco, and then San Francisco gets that field goal. I think Dallas got the ball back at the half, so they I mean did. they could have held them right there. And just you know, they I think the tie. defense on both sides played better than the you know the offenses, obviously. But right. uh, defensive lines were both dominant for both teams, and um, offensive lines were struggling. Uh, but man. Just Purdy, just it's just crazy to me. A guy that you know, just, you know, and, and and he didn't do much. You know, he was like what, like nineteen of twenty nine for two something. It was just, one of those games that is he didn't need to do much in the right way. Picks, in the right way, though. That, 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 that's, that's what it was. It was one of those games that some of those great quarterbacks. Not that he's great yet by any means, but he just knew how to manage the game. Don't f it up. The defense mm-hmm. will keep it closed. The running game will, you know, strike that's, when they needed to. As ugly as Dak was in that game, they still had a chance there at the end. Another That's turning right. point that I saw was when Diggs almost had that, that turnover. First Kittle. Been, yeah, the, he almost had that turnover, or he almost had that pick. And then 
right after they follow that up with back-to-back holding penalties and then McCaffrey just scores to start the fourth quarter. That right, right there was pretty much like the tiebreaker. It was that. It was it, you know. After not doing anything, Diggs, if Diggs gets that damn uh, uh, pick. But then again, at the end of the game, also, one of the Niners players dropped a pick also. I think if it was Warner or one of those guys. It was, it was he, Greenlaw. Yeah, he, he dropped the a pick. Oh, that right. would have ended the game right then and there with yeah. like two or three minutes left anyway. So, man, it's just kind of – it was good at times, ugly at times. To me, it was a pretty fun game, and it's just right. – uh, crazy to see what Purdy's I mean, doing yeah i mean i think purdy got sacked on the first drive and i was like uh-oh like uh-oh like is this like is this what we've been talking uh, about the last few weeks like gave me a little bit of like oh shit <laughs> oh no <laughs> the candle better not burn out tonight right right yeah so um and then going to the other games um i didn't get to watch a lot of jacksonville and uh kansas city because it was it was like the early game of when i'm still sleeping so i think i watched most of the fourth quarter but that was the one game where I really didn't watch like any of it. Young teams are going to do what young teams do. They had that ball, I think, with like four minutes left in that mm-hmm. red zone. They had that fourth down interception by Lawrence. And I mean, after that, it was just they're a year, maybe two years away because obviously that AFC is so loaded. But Lawrence just took such a huge leap this year. And like it was close. They had a chance. But that game was a definition of what it could have should have like. I mean, you know, Jackson, Jacksonville has to be hopeful also playing in the South because it doesn't, it doesn't seem like any other team down there in the South is really built to completely beat them and compete yeah. much harder than them, right? Everyone's I mean, like backwards except them. They got a good coach, too. I like Peterson, right? Obviously won a Super Bowl and has that under his belt, and I think that was a good hire for Jacksonville. And if they can keep that going and building, and man, I think they could be good going forward. They're young bro. I don't think it's nothing going to Arrowhead, whatever it's called now. I just don't think there's anything to be, uh, hang your head on, right? Or, or you know, or yeah. be ashamed of, if you will. Right. And you know what? Arrowhead doesn't seem like it's the, you know, twelfth man's, you know, really, you know, it's like anymore. it's not intimidating as as much anymore. They they don't cover a lot at home. It was like seven mm-hmm. and a half, eight and a half point spread. They didn't yeah. cover. I think Cincinnati has a very good chance. Going to Kansas City and going back to the Super Bowl. Very good chance. The crazy thing with me, which I've like looked at some of these teams with those elite tight ends, it's just so crazy to me when you know these elite tight ends. That's primarily what the offense is built around. I think maybe the exception of the Niners, we do have the great running game. We do have Debo. IU has his big games. But like the Chiefs, when it really comes down to it, it's Kelsey, the offense. When you actually put it in perspective, well, especially four, this year, they don't have Tyreek, too. And that goes exactly into even like the Ravens, Mark Andrews kind of. Pr- and it's like, dude, you let Kelsey get 14 catches. And it's just like you can't stop it. You just can't, it's so crazy. because It's like, hey, we know he's going to get the ball and he still produces. So good for the Chiefs. I mean, that's the game. I think we for the most part assumed that was going to be a pretty what's, long. What's my home status going forward? Oh, he's gonna play. I, just, I know that. That's, but that's not even. That's not even a, a conversation. Today. Have you seen that Shoot the line? Up. The line has shifted. Um, the line has gone over. I think Cincinnati is coming in as favorites now, as a point, point and a well, half favorite. They're, so they're 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 giving. Really? I think all, they're giving. Yes. Yeah, they, they are a home dog. Chiefs. I think they're trying to give all the motivation they can to Mahomes. They're trying to use the Mahomes injury to, of course, help the line. And of course, I think Burrow's three and zero. I want to say versus Mahomes. But the, uh, 
but that's what you think that this is you think that this is just a lot because you know i have seen a lot of polls being thrown up as well it seems like a lot of people between all the four teams left people are picking the kid the cincinnati Bengals cincinnati the to a, win the super bowl right team. they're a better so, football team than the chiefs in my opinion they are a way better football team i haven't yes. looked i haven't looked into it but do you think that this line movement is being based on all this money pouring in on the Bengals, or is it due to Patrick Mahomes not being 100%? Uh, I don't think it's on Mahomes being 100%, bro. I mean, last week he was ready at the snap of a finger, like, hey, we're going to keep Henny in until things, you know. Jacksonville scores one time, Mahomes is right back in that game. It might be an ankle sprain, bro, but you know what? Tape it up, shoot him up, bro. You're in the AFC Championship coming so you up. Think it, so you think it's Bengals money flowing? 100%, bro. You look at that team, bro. They have, the, they have what exposes the Chiefs. Big plays. Chase, T. Higgins, Hurst. Just freaking playing really good in that freaking tight end spot. And Joe Mixon had over 100 yards versus Buffalo. Joe Burrow is solidified. I think Joe Burrow is damn near the best quarterback. I think, like, the best, like, just overall skill set because he can run and everything is named Mahomes. He's just one of those freakish players. But, dude, Joe Burrow, bro, he is money in every way. So you think that Joe Burrow's kind of a throwback to what we saw in Peyton Manning? And, he, he he fits and, more of that for sure than, than Josh Allen, than Mahomes, right. 100%. I think Joe Burrow is just your classic, just quarterback, and dude, he... It's probably one of the reasons why I like him so much. I love it, man. <laughs> that's, that's big dick Joe right there, bro. <laughs> that boy mm-hmm. is... And, you know, this thing that freaking, oh, he's cocky, I'm like, bro. Oh, my God. We've seen I, I way worse. We've seen way mind, worse. Bro. Dude, the way he answered that question, what are you going to say to all those Buffalo fans and uh, Chiefs fans for Atlanta Stadium? You better get your refunds. Why would you not answer it that way, bro? Hell yeah, dude. No faith he's, in them. He's definitely got that swagger, man. I ain't going to lie. Like, if he can win himself a Super Bowl and just, you know, I don't know, man. I just, like, he wears, like, those chains, those coats. He's like the, the white Deion Sanders, man. You know his new nickname, age right? <laughs> his nickname is Tyrone Burrow. That's the <laughs> they call him on Twitter. Yeah, he's like the he's like the next coming of uh, Joe Namath, just like Joe Cool, man, and it's, it, it fits too. His name being Joe, but honestly, I think only one team can beat the 49ers, actually, and that's this Jeez. Sunday. No, it's this Sunday. Eagles? I mean, because the Eagles still have a pretty good defense, and then their offense is so explosive they could score, on, you know, J- like with Jalen Hurts. But Jalen Hurts being in this kind of, um, <sighs> he's at home. His his he's yeah. at home, which is which is good. But I honestly think that if the Eagles don't win if the Niners go to the Super Bowl, I'll I'll be at Disneyland while the Niners win the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I honestly think, I, I honestly think that. I agree with you from the standpoint that I think this uh, the Mahomes factor somehow in the way that offense is built always exposes us a little bit. Those end arounds, extending the plays, Mahomes, the magic. I right. think what the Eagles have though is it's the two things: four defensive players with over ten sacks. One of like I think. I can hand count how many times in NFL history that's happened. Wow. Hassan Reddick led the league with, I think, 17 and a half monster season. I, I think he was second to Bosa, sorry. But just that defense, their NASCAR defense, they get sacks. And what you just said hurts. Unless that weather is mud pie rain and you can kind of get some traction off of those cleats, he's going to do that option read and he's going to expose us like most running quarterbacks. So. We'll see, man. We'll see. It it also doesn't hurt that um one of the offensive linemen for the Niners got um booked this morning. D lineman, thank God we. Oh, have was it a D lineman? It was okay, a D-line sorry. Man, yeah. Okay. She's <laughs> last thing I need is an O lineman too. God. Sean, you have right now 
in Philadelphia right now. You know how the iPhone weather can change. Give me that weather. But right now it's a low rain. of thirty, a, a low of thirty-four and a thirty percent chance of rain. So that's thirty percent in a thirty percent chance of rain in the forecasted area. So maybe some, maybe not. But you know, not clear skies. You know, and it's going to be a little bit cold. So they're a, they're a ninety percent ran offense from the shotgun option read never play a fullback so i mean as long as we can just like solidify that outside edge and we just need i mean the keys i mean the interior alignment for the niners right you know we'll we'll see man like you said bro it's gonna be a heavyweight fight no doubt about it and they play first correct yes 12 o'clock two and a half point favorites the eagles are 145 on the money line I'll be just I, getting up from my sleep. I have I, I've been like having a weird score in my head for some reason. I have 1917 Niners. I don't know why. I do not know why. So them scoring 19 points again. A weird number. 19 to 17 Niners win. I don't know why I picked that. Just you know, it's one of those times like I just it's just kind of stuck in my head. But I I have a feeling that whoever wins is gonna like the score is gonna be lopsided. I think. I think it's going to be higher scoring than that. Yeah, I think, I think it's be higher scoring. I think scoring, they'll get in the 20s. Right. I think the, the Niners the Niners or the Eagles might get in the 20s, and then the winner would get close to 40, I think. I think it could get ugly for <laughs> one of the two teams. Oh, so. better Jeez. This isn't a rivalry. <laughs> I know. This isn't a rivalry like the Cowboys and the Niners were, right? And I think right. them knowing that, the players, the rookie Loosen on the Niners side— bit. Dak Prescott's um, just, you know, roller coaster type playing and whatever emotions. And, you know, just I thought I think that a lot of emotions you heard a lot of uh, the Dallas players, you know, talking as well with reporters, you know, really believing they could win. And, um, you know, just I think that emotions and the defense really just ran that game. So I think it's going to be a little bit different. I think the game will open up here with two, you know, mobile running type quarterbacks and, you know, good receivers on both ends. And just uh, I think it's going to be definitely fun. Did you see their stats of when they faced each other uh, their last years in college? Or actually, it was Purdy's sorry, junior year. And I think hers is last year at Oklahoma. Yeah. They had like 11 touchdowns combined between both of them. It was crazy. Dang. That's cool. It's going to yeah. be fun. Speaking of stats, guys, um, did you sure know that is. there's only five teams in the NFL who have made a conference championship game uh, later? Like there's been more time in between them now and then making their last conference championship game than the Cowboys. Only five teams. So so from the time the Cowboys made their last conference championship game, which I think was 1995 or, uh, like or whatever. Right. So when they beat the Niners in that NFC Championship game, say, how about them Cowboys, right? That was the last time every team but five have made a conference championship game in that time span. Can you name the five teams who have not made a conference championship game? Browns, Lions. <laughs> the That's default. <laughs> Got a default. Go oh, you know what? You might as well do it. Uh, I can't use that. Jacksonville. No, yeah. Jacksonville. No, they have. No. They have their opening season. They played the Patriots. That's They're right. And the and the opening season. And opening season. Uh, that's right. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah, Texans. yeah. Texans, technically. I mean, that's kind of a gimme, but they probably would have still counted the Oilers, but the Oilers, I don't think, did. So Arizona. No, no, no way. Have, yeah, have, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm tripping. So there's two more teams. You're saying in, since 95. Hold on. Since 95. Minnesota. No. No, they, they play have, that they one, have, too. They have. Damn. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on, this is a I good gotta, one. I gotta go division by division. Uh, Miami. 
Miami Dolphins. Mm, yeah. There you go. Miami. I'm trying to think of that division. Patriots have Tennessee. Oh, the the Jets. Oh, the Jets no. have. Mark the Jets Sanchez. have. Mark Sanchez. They Mark did. Sanchez made two straight AFC Championship games. Damn. How the fuck did that happen? How? <laughs> to start his career, his Buffalo. first two years in the league, huh? Buffalo. Buffalo. There it is. Good call. Two. Miami yep. and Buffalo. My, that that's what got me to. I was like, because uh, I was going like, duh, 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 duh. I was like, oh yeah, huh? Buffalo. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so though only those five teams have not made a conference championship game since 1995. Torture, torture, torture. Crazy. The Buffalo made it in '94. Well, they made it. What it was uh, like four straight years. Four straight, straight, straight years, straight and then four straight Super Bowls, right? Or AFC Championships. Four straight Super Bowls. Four straight Super Bowls, and then they lost. They probably lost half the population of Buffalo in those four years. Dude. Suicide. Watch, I want, dude. dude. I know. I was just would about you, to say that. On, unfortunately, on, would you? Here it comes. Would I do this for that? Yeah. Would you rather have this? Um. I don't know if I can go to four in a row and lose. I if I won one of those four, I'd be happy. I mean, winning one's right. Great. Losing four, four in a row. Oh, how do you do that? Yeah. That sucks, dude. You dude. had Jim Kelly. You had Andre Reid. You had Thurman Cause, Thomas. Because who, who, lo- who they lose? Because who they lose to? They lost to the Giants. They lost to the they lost Cowboys. To not they lost twice. the Giants, Cowboys, maybe Cowboys twice. It's, I think it was a team twice. Yeah, that's and then I think it might have been. Was Billy it Washington? Washington? Maybe Washington. Maybe it could have been the Skins. It could have been Washington. All NFC's teams. I know, right? We'll have to oh check that out. Sucks. Bro. That sucks. I don't, and, right. I don't feel, and I don't feel bad for them because, yeah. So, well, all right, guys. So, enjoy the games. Uh, so, what's the, what's our picks? Who is uh, going to Arizona? Niners, Bengals, Niners, Bengals. Oh, rematch, huh? 89 or 88? Niners, Niners, Bengals. The Niners, if you like them, I'd be looking at the money line, plus 125. Get a little bit of plus money on that line. Um, Okay. Sean, there you go. Now that Cincinnati has gone to the dog, I'd be having to look at them on the money line. I I love Burrow. I just don't see them going into Kansas City Mm -hmm. two years in a row in the AFC championship game and doing Mahomes like that twice. Yeah, man, I bring a handle in. <laughs> His voice is crazy. Dude. Well, yeah, I mean, let's just uh, go in there and Arrowhead, and uh, we're going to go ahead and play our game. And, you know, uh, oh, hey, Miss Picky, how are you doing? <laughs> dude, it's amazing, dude. His voice, I heard it again when, the, like, the press conference. Comedy, I was like, comedy. sometimes it comes out, like, even like more cartoonish. Kermity. Yeah. Kermity. Hey, Kermity. What's up, guys? Man, but I like him, man. I like my oh, homies. Yeah, man. I think that this line is getting skewed. I think there's a lot of people with the Burrow fever right now. Um, it's hard to get to back-to-back Super Bowls. Um, Mahomes has done the Rams. Just, but I kind of like what Mahomes and Reed and all of them I have up their sleeve, man. So we'll see. What about you, Mike? <laughs> I'm going to go opposite of Sean, actually. There I kind of like Eagles Philly as well. Bill. I'm going, I'm going uh, Chiefs. Chiefs. Chiefs, Eagles. I, I think one thing we could all agree on is whatever two teams get there, it's going to be a good Super Bowl. I actually love these four teams. You guys know right. the beginning of the year, that I love true. Philly. I love Philly this year. It just so happens they're facing the freaking Niners. and Right. Like, there have been other years where, like, I didn't, I didn't, like, the Fal- badass. I didn't like the Falcons. Sirianni's dude. You know, I know what the F the I'm doing. I you know, know what the f I'm doing. Oh yeah, I love oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, there've been some that. years where I don't like the matchups, but this year I think it's going to be good no matter what. And I'll say hi to Mickey Mouse for you guys when I'm not watching the game. Please do, please do. Yeah. 
right. what was uh the was uh, that the Dallas stat that you wanted to bring our way? Was there any additional stuff you guys wanted um, to indulge oh. us with? Because I love all Dallas stats. Right. Skip I mean, Bayless, screw you, by the way. You're just a joke. Yeah, I mean, it, nonsense. I did see, I did see the whole like, you know, like why are they America's team? And Stephen A. Smith's like, oh, the merchandise, and and this and that. I'm like, but they don't win. Yeah, that's right. They they, they do they do it all, but win. But win. That's it, baby. <laughs> that's it. So, I love it. Yeah, it's always good to see them lose, even if you don't, you know, like love, you know, if you don't love them, it's one of those teams where you're, like you love to hate them. So, all right, guys, so let's do the NBA. Let's check in on the NBA. Uh, this is our monthly little check-in huh. of the good old our sport. Go- of our Golden State Warriors are still holding that tenth seed, the last spot for the play-ins right here at 23 and 24. <sighs> Not looking great, man. They could have beat Bur- Brooklyn the other day. They didn't oh, get God. it done. Um, they're playing competitive. It's just, it's, it's just not enough this Let year. Letdowns, man. Like, you know, and. Although, you know, they're not they're not completely far away, obviously, from like the fifth and the sixth seed. They're still right there. They just got to keep getting it together. Obviously, they're still down like half a season damn near to go. And uh, just, uh, man, I just like to see them be doing a little bit better, especially with, you know, some of the teams like faltering a little bit like the mm-hmm. Suns sitting in seventh and just, you know, um, Dallas with Luca just as good as he is, just can't climb up the table either. And, uh, you know, but there we are, Denver Nuggets. What did I say, man? I've been saying, you know, at the beginning of the season, man, they're going to be good, man. I saw them playing the Warriors, like those first games, and just, man, Joker and just, man, with when they got these guys back and Murray, there they are in first place. Memphis Grizzlies behind them in the West, shot out to the Sacramento Kings. The old I was just going to bring – I'm happy you brought them up real quick. Go ahead, Sean. Oh, no, no, I just had to say this. Mike said exactly what I was thinking. You know it isn't basketball season if the Kings are in third place. <laughs> you know damn well they ain't going to end up in third place. So, God forbid, I hope But stop do. it. No, they got Mike Brown, obviously, learning a lot from Steve Kerr and the Warriors organization over they here. They got no Steph Curry over there, boy. But they, they got good players, bro. Steph, nice. Cur- Steph Curry's going to get old. Sabonis and Fox, stay nice, stay nice. Little pick and roll action. Uh, I don't hate on the Kings, bro. 27 and 19, 12 games above 500. That record's looking a lot juicier than our Golden State Warriors, my boy. I'm going to give you a good stat here. Uh, Consistent (laughs) listener of the show, Mr. Aaron. Two and a half games out of the fourth seed. I mean, technically, we're in the playoffs right now at the 10th seed. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. Two and a half games out of the fourth seed. That's how close the West is. Hey, dog, what up, boy? Yeah, it's, I mean, that's but, the, but you know what? That that sounds good to say two and a half games out of fourth seed. Yes. But what have they been showing us? They've had so many. Not that other teams have obviously been, um, you know, world beater themselves, but they haven't been showing us like that they can consistently get above 500. They remind me of the A's back when they're just like that mediocre. They're like just hovering around 500. Like you never get that push. I need that push. You know what I mean? We need yeah. the push. At least we're not at the all-star break just yet. <laughs> we're not in a horrible position, man. We are the Warriors. Get us in. You know how we are. Just uh, uh, just get us in that seven-game series yeah. out at, at some point, and it's tough to beat us, man. I might be going against the grain here, but I don't need anything from them. I already have four just, rings. Like, I want to fill that hand. But but you know what I mean? Like like what I'm talking about, my, like, yeah. like my other teams – the Raiders, the A's, the Sharks, you know, the Trojans, they got one go like, taken away. All from you them. get that all you get like, is moving trucks from them. Like Manchester, you know, like I got Kyle Larson for a, a Cup Series championship, but like yeah, exactly. I get moving trucks. 
if the Warriors didn't win, if you if you told me right now that one of each of your other teams is going to win one championship, but no more Warriors, it was for the rest of my life. I think it's pretty cool the Warriors up. have one in both cities, though. They yeah. say that the the curse of the new stuff. arena, the Warriors right, didn't true. take long, you know. Too. They broke they sh- that in real quick. Yeah, they shut that curse down with the quickness, right? It's, just, but, yeah. it's funny After how, the COVID curse, but yeah. It's funny how quickly the East became, like, the cream of the crop. Because I'm looking at the West, and, like, the season's over. I'm looking, you know, at the end of the barrel. I still see the Warriors, Warriors as possibly one of those teams. I still don't see Memphis as a championship team in a series. And, and there's what, not Sean? there's not one other team in the West that I could see that would probably be Boston in a series. Right. Brooklyn with the healthy KD, they were the hottest team in basketball. Milwaukee still has Giannis. And when I see the freaking Heat are like the sixth seed, the Heat are a great team. Cavaliers, they're a great team. So I'm like... Yeah. That championship's coming out the East, unless it's the Warriors. I mean, and even that, man. I mean, like Mark said, like age at some point kind of catches up, man. And like, and you would think that LeBron knew something, right? Jumping ship from the Eastern Conference for all those years. He knows he's in freaking like 13th place. He, he, he knew now. something, right? He knew something, so maybe he would go to the weaker West, right? But that and still is not here. working out for him. The guy, the guy that just traded for. Do you think he's going to make a difference? Do you think they're in a, play, a playoff team with that guy? Stop playing games. Stop playing games, bro. They have four Please players play. from the Washington Wizards last year or two years ago. <laughs> Wizards were like in last place. Uh, yeah, I'm just man. To, to to play to be advocate of Sean, uh, Boston Celtics three fifty, Brooklyn Nets six to one, Milwaukee about seven to one. So your top three teams East. to win coming from the East. Your first coming from the West. Who do you think it is? Uh, Den- real quick. Denver it's Nuggets. Probably Denver because of Joker. I mean, Man, the thing just, is, after that, though, like maybe it's Memphis. the Warriors at about hey. eight to one, nine to one. So they're exactly. still there. It's like they know something. Hmm. <laughs> they, they know the, 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 the resumes there. And then where's the Sack Kings at? About 60 to one. <laughs> Man, I bet I my like, life savings. They're not going to win. We, a knew who they, we know who we thought they were. We know. We know. Know, Speaking of an old school ludicrous song, what was that one that he said? I'm a sack king like Chris Webber. <laughs> that was a good one. Oh, I forget. All I would have some slappers, man. I haven't but... heard a ludicrous album in years, but I still got some of those uh some of those verses stuck in my uh, head. They're filming like Fast and Furious 15 right now, Mark. That's why he hasn't made any music. Was it uh was it on the Word of Mouth Ooh. album? Chicken and Beer? Ooh, red light oh. district. Come oh, on, man. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. The one that looked like the little Bratz dolls. What was that? Word of mouth. Oh, God. It was yeah, with the dog. The right? Afro. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Hey, they, don't, they don't know about that now, though, bro. They know about. They what know. was it? Who do they, who do they call? What is that how it goes? Oh, God. I don't know. I think All right. Phoenix Suns also 20 to 1. So you're. Close to favorites, like whatever, last two years, if you will, um, you know, up there with the Warriors and whatnot. But the Phoenix Suns faltering right now. Oh, yeah, they're struggling right now. Big time. So I don't know what's yeah. is Chris Paul ever going to get. I got mine. Is Chris Paul going to get his? <laughs> Chris Paul ain't winning no championship. I feel bad no. for him. He ain't winning no championship. Yeah. <laughs> Barkley right there, huh? Uh, look, Charles, though. Sun Charles. Stars. Yeah, so we'll be uh so next week. By the time we record next week, it'll still be January, but guys. A little shout out to our boy. But next week we're gonna be talking more NBA. 
because Mr. Jason yes, Douglas yes, is on the JD. podcast next week. So, look, so for all you guys who are watching, listening right now. Uh, I don't know how much he's going to want to talk about it, though. Brother. <laughs> Detroit, the Motor City. <laughs> oh, God, what are they at? 12 and 37, 23 <gasps> games under. Oh, or back. Second, second worst place. Uh, worth. <laughs> Yeah, second record. worst record in basketball. Uh, next to Houston Rockets. Oh, man. Uh, well, either way, I'm sure he'll want to talk basketball as a whole and not just specifically Detroit. But he will Don't be me. on the podcast next week. And because he is in, in Michigan, we're going to go ahead and jump on with him about 6, 6, 30 Pacific yep. Standard Time to talk about his uh, book, his special edition, Parallel, in your previews that you just picked up a couple weeks ago. And NBA and all that good stuff. So we get a week in between the Super Bowl and a championship week, huh? Yeah. So, yeah. So that. So, yeah. So once Super Bowl is set that Monday, the next day is we'll we'll get to react to who's in the Super Bowl. And then, yeah. So technically, guys, if we follow the same format as the last couple of years, we us three only have a few more weeks where we're doing this every week. And then because football is gone, we're going every other week, giving our bodies giving our our families a break you know so yeah we might have extra time though mike so i mean you never know we can do it a.m p.m swing (laughs) no no okay let's get get into some comic books please (laughs) please uh all right let's run down the books for this week a huge week for us as far as the pull list i think i'm getting 12 or 13 over on the dc side we have detective comics 1068 action comics 1051 Ah, Batman, One Bad Day, Catwoman, another good one coming out. Human Target, number 11, and Lazarus Planet, We Once Were Gods, number one. Marvel gives us Amazing Spider-Man, 18, Thor, number 30, Midnight Suns, number five, Sins of Sinister, number one, Mr. Sinister getting his own book, and Star Wars Yoda, number three. Image gives us Saga, 61, Monstrous, number 42, and Junkyard Joe, number four. Boom Studios, Dan Them All, number four. AWA gives us Year Zero, Volume Zero, number four. Dynamite, Dark Wing Duck, little blast from the past right there. Number one comes out, and 007 ends with its sixth and final issue of that story arc. And a Blaze Comics for myself, Traveling to Mars, number three. Oh, now I can breathe. What do you guys uh-huh. like? So um, before we get into anything, I would just want to say I've been loving these one bad day, the Batman one bad oh, days. God, bro. So, even, so even though I've been even though I, I've been loving uh, detective comics for this story arc in action comics, I'm really, truly excited to get into this like new era. And then you got the new Superman comic coming out and stuff. One bad day is probably it's the one I'm bro. looking forward to the most. That and Junkyard Joe four probably. Dude, honestly, this week is like star studded. I don't recall a week like this, you know, in the past couple of months. I mean, you mentioned every right. damn book we get, and especially like the one bad day. I mean, I look forward to next week recording because we'll be able to talk about the Bane one bad day. And right. we're also picking up that, you know, Catwoman this week. So mm-hmm. definitely cool about that. And Junkyard Joe, now that we know that the daughter kind of a little sneaky deacon looking through the window sees a junkyard joe mm-hmm. i mean you know we have something to look forward to there but books this week man it's good that we're gonna probably talk a little daredevil i'm not sure if you guys talked about it last week but i know no we're, we're talking this it. week brother i look very forward to it because i did read punisher and punisher this week was kind of a continuation of the last issue of these basically having some like a mini war i guess against some little villain that's in it kind of just challenging them time and time again but simultaneously, it's a lot of like background conversation of a group of characters who are trying to figure out, not figure out, 
what's going on with them. He has the whole fist, you know, these powers that he just has like freaking red smoke coming out of his eyes. He's able to fly, take damn near any punishment, survive it. And it's funny that we're reading a book that has a certain character that damn near is trying to do the same thing in Daredevil. So the whole background is you start seeing different hints of characters. You see uh, <clears throat> three claws come out of somebody's hand. Ooh, you see uh, this guy in a little uh, motorcycle with a shield. So uh -oh. at the end of the book, you see Daredevil talking to Captain America, Doctor Strange, Wolverine, uh uh moon knight <laughs> bro it was just Dang. a star-studded cast of just characters of like how are we going to stop this guy because he's just out of freaking control basically just trying to be the judge and the jury of just killing anything and everyone right and that's and that's really weird too because on the other side of the coin daredevil is kind of coinciding with that story but we don't get many of those characters in that book. All we get is the consistent, you know, the members of his new of army of, of the fist. Yeah. Right. And then, of course, you have the one guy who kind of wants out. You know, he wants the opportunity. Thank mm. you so much for bullet. kind of yeah, bullet. And he wants to get out, be with his son. And then honestly, yeah, I guess they, they were right. It was a good thing that they took the kid because it's not going to kill the kid. Right. Kill the kid, but you're going to so, kill bullet. What the hell was <laughs> yeah. that? The hell was that dragon at the end, though? I was just going to say that. Like, it's just like, you know, God's soldiers or something like that are something coming to do that. Something with, like, something that the, that the hand can manifest or something. That was, that, that shit was crazy. But, but this, this, yeah. this story's definitely just created the ultimate good versus evil. Right. I mean, that's really what they've created. Is, is Frank Castle, like, you, you can argue in a lot of his books, is like, he, really he, he he's evil, right? You, you could tell, like, he's obviously <sighs> breaking the law, right? But for the, you know, for the good of. Like I'm gonna kill this child molester, but but you, you, but you shouldn't kill, right? A lot of these characters, Batman, Superman. That's their argument. Uh, yeah. Spider-Man, they don't kill, right? Even if the guy is just the worst, worst of the worst, who should be six feet under, ten times over, you know. So, but in this specific arc, is he worse than what a normal Punisher story would be? Like, so we, you would kind of argue more to the fact that he is a villain, or is it the same? Frank I think the Castle. only thing the only thing that I've noticed, especially in the Punisher book, is he has like these extra powers per se. Like he literally right. goddamn has the most evil just like desire when he kills people. I'm talking the most gruesome way he probably would in as a normal Punisher, slicing people right. in half with a sword. But him having these extra powers, I think, which kind of like creates a sense of fear of people of like if he gets out of control, it can get real bad. Right. What you think, Mark? I think it's a great book. Chip Zerdaski is you doing it. Chip Zerdaski is doing an awesome, awesome job. I really enjoy. Um, I really enjoy just the whole storyline, right? It's, um, you know, just how they're he's intertwining like everything now, and like the kid that they're gonna have to go find, and I like the whole like monologue or whatever he's having with each other with himself right and he's like talking he's like what what do you have to do but when they have when you have when they have the kid you have to like basically like you know think or like do something right and so now they're gonna have to i guess go out and get this kid and just deal with you know frank castle and just aka and everybody that's going down with this uh 
with this whole story. And like you said, that dragon, I didn't really even pay attention to that until you just mentioned it, Mike. And I have to go look in the back of the book. So, yeah, what is that thing? Who knows? But um, I think it's going to be real good. You obviously get that little teaser in the back of uh, Mr. Um, of Mr. Uh, Castle and Daredevil going at it. So I just really, really enjoy it. Um, just excited to see where it goes, man. Number yeah, sure. eight. We're getting next, but yeah, just, um, I'm excited for stuff. a bunch of other. I mean, we got into Daredevil pretty quick. I usually that's like the last one we we're gonna. T- I thought we that was gonna be the last one we would like get to this week, but we went for the kill. Um, this I mean, week, but. I mean, the, I I have a couple good stories though. Like, yeah, I, I don't. I for mean, this week, and honestly, like two of them are actually Marvel. That one, and I actually am digging. I told you, I text you guys last night that or early. I think it was yesterday. Miles Morales, Spider-Man, the new story, the new arc from Cody mm-hmm. Ziegler. Uh, n- number two just came out. Um, F- Federico Vicentini is the artist. Uh, but yeah, it's good. It's got a story arc, of course, with Mr. Miles Morales himself as Spider-Man. Um, just going through the normal woes of being in school and kind of juggling the responsibilities that is Miles Morales, you know. And then, you know, he's got his friend Gonky, you know. And also, uh, it's it's weird because I didn't know who this character was, but I see her card in that Marvel Snap game. But Misty mm-hmm. Knight makes an appearance in this story arc. I don't know if you ever saw her in the other Miles Morales stories. I don't believe uh, so. She's an African American. She looks like a like a federal agent kind of thing, like maybe CIA or whatever. And her her right arm is like bionic. Mm, it was like Iron so. Man made her, you know, or if she was DC, be cyborg. But but she makes an appearance, um, and and they kind of do a little team up together, and then she kind of uh, he kind of pisses her friend off because her friend's kind of, you know, training to become a superhero herself, and she, he he keeps kind of blowing her off, you know, because stuff comes up, right? And then at the very end of this of that story of that book, um, a, a new villain, uh, kind of takes her down, the friend, and I think. Yeah, it's going to uh, – he definitely knows who Miles is, Gonky, and then this chick. So he's definitely going after her, and it, it's super high-tech too. He looks like a – he's flying on some kind of uh, you know flying saucer thing, like a – what's it called? The board, you know, that like uh, Green Goblin would, but mm-hmm. it's definitely not a Green Goblin, but it's a good story so far. Yeah, Marvel. I mean another one I guess I can touch on that I got also as well um, – is that is Deadpool number three? Obviously, oh, yeah, I've been yeah. telling you about it. Um, Alyssa Wong's writing it. Uh, still, still going pretty good, man. Um, I, I'm really enjoying it. Obviously, I like how in um in this issue he's got like a little love interest now, basically mm-hmm. um like an agent from the from basically like the assassin uh, league that he was like becoming a part of and kind of failed to get um. Um, Dr. Ock dead and kind of blew up his whole thing with the partner that he had. And just uh, now he's trying to get this symbiote out of him. But um, the horror is the chick's name, the, you know, the lady that planted the symbiote inside Mr. Deadpool. And uh, yeah, just he's trying to get it out. And the chick that's trying to get it out, like is falling in love with him and really likes him. And just, you know, his banter, like you like me. And it's just it's, it's a funny book. I enjoy it. Pretty much uh, the horror, I think, has like pretty much the symbiote was, uh, you know, grown to always come back to her. So she's pretty much saying that no matter where he like tries to go or whatever, it's going to always try to like find her. And it's like kind of like 
not GPS, but obviously, you know, just the relationship. So the symbiotic relationship with her and now it's within uh, Deadpool. So I'm a it's cool, man. It's a it's a fun read. You know, mm-hmm. am I saying to go like run out and get it if you love Deadpool that much, which I know some people do. I remember one time um, I was at the store and some guy had a pretty sick uh, Deadpool tattoo on his leg. I was like, damn, uh, pretty interesting. But, uh, you know, there's some real fanatics out there. But, yeah, it's pretty good, man. Uh, pretty fun read. It's just like, like you know, as Sean could say, it's kind of like a Captain America, just a little bit crazier with Deadpool in it. But nothing uh, too crazy, but just a fun little read there. Symbol of Truth was also uh, good with um, – them attacking the parliament and just uh you know sam wilson man i'll tell sam you what wilson sean boy. sam wilson man you know that guy he's just uh he thinks he can do it all man he that just shit. goes into anything yeah. and everything bro. <laughs> he just Think, don't give a damn he goes against all the governments of all the other countries and he's just uh, yeah man it's just he's kind of a. He's kind of a loose cannon at times i feel like man um and just it's fun and I like it, but uh, sometimes it kind of makes me think that he's causing some extra trouble. But, man, that guy has to get it done, and he usually does. But what do you think of this ha- issue, brother? Issue it number was, nine? We're getting It was close- good. Obviously, like, you know, the government's like, basically taken over. So, obviously, and, uh, they have all these different, like, the bombings happening at the hospital. So, Sam yes. Wilson, like you said, it's like, a lot of, it's like a lot of small things happening right now. To like a little bit of a buildup, which I think at the end we see. Man, oh my God, you actually mentioned pre-production. What's that? Falcon. Fal- like a, a freaky Falcon, though. Like yeah, because freaking... he was getting toxined up by these uh part by these people um at the hospital when he went yeah. into the hospital. Remember, so they toxined him up, and now he's part of like these uh aliens, right? Mm-hmm. Or these these aliens like came out and they're now fighting them. But um, so he's pretty... hands obviously. That's I think the whole book was leading up to him kind of let's save some people let's try to get rid of these little monsters that came from another planet and stuff like that all to okay boom now we're gonna you know ain't no freaky friday it's freaky falcon you gotta go against so it's, yeah and you know it's gonna be all good in the end man i just think that something's gonna wear off or they're gonna like get like the narcan uh stinger and just kind of predictable yeah, falcon yeah. when yeah but it's cool, man. I'm actually, inter- I'm actually interested to see how they incorporate Sam Wilson, um, you know, like like what they do with him, not in the books sense, the but how they in, in the movies because he has the Falcon Winter Soldier TV show. I'm, I'm interested to see how they work him into Phase Four. I just love the Falcon wings with the whole Captain America like powers and shield. I'm like, okay, he actually has a he had a good skill set right there. That's pretty cool. The thing yeah. that I love about him. The thing that I love about Daredevil is out of all the Marvel books, it's like I feel like it's the one that's a little dark, a little dark. Just to give it to me, just yeah. a little dark, right? Just for Marvel, it's darkish, right? It's like, and I like that. I do like that because I get a lot of that from DC. Yeah. I like that, like Gotham world and whatnot. But Daredevil is, it gives me a little that, a little bit of that feel as well. And auto I, books for sure. And I don't get too much of those darkish type feels yeah. from Marvel, so it's probably, yeah, you know what? It's probably that Punisher probably has some dark vibes to I was it just too. Say that <laughs> usually, so yeah, yeah. But let's was, go into, so let's go from what wait, Hell's uh, Kitchen, right? Which one? What? Go ahead, go ahead, Mark. No, go ahead. If you, you guys say, got one that you guys read together, 
We're going to Limbo. Okay. That's where we're going. We're going to Limbo to fight the Insidious Six. Okay, okay. All of us read this one. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to the okay. Amazing Spider-Man 17. I can guarantee you, I can guarantee you, I can guarantee my wife who's standing over there, I can guarantee all the fans out there that after this Dark Web um, story is up, I'm done. <clears throat> I am dropping Wells. I'm d- dropping Amazing Spider-Man. What if it it's, gets better? You it's not going to drop it, the it, ASM. And I, I don't care because this is also – they're ripping me off. They're giving me not a lot of dialogue, and they're charging me $4 twice monthly. So monthly. Twice gallons, monthly. Two gallons of gas, bro. That's $8. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. how many Sorry. eggs. You know what? Quantos huevos. You know what? Quantos right, huevos puedo comprar? You know what? <laughs> there is a gas station. There's a gas station in Tracy out here that if you pay cash right now, it's like three eighty nine. I Under thought four. you were gonna say they threw in six eggs or something. <laughs> no, no, no. Damn. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. My wife sent me a pic. It's like on on her on our way to her dance uh, studio, and it's if you pay cash, it's like three eighty nine. I was like, what? Impressive. And, and even if you pay cards, listening all over the place that are like three eighty nine, bro. Don't. That's expensive. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you live in Arkansas, shout out Arkansas. So what go do you think about the? Yeah. Go Razorbacks. What do you think about the Insidious Six, Miguel? I mean, Sean. okay. I, I will say though that, that that this issue is not bad. It wasn't bad at all. I mean, he was trying to coerce him into eating the apple, yes. which is like, what is this? Some Adam and Eve shit? Like, what is yes. like, what is this, right? So he's, <laughs> you know, he wants to swap souls. You know, wants to steal a soul. He wants to get that those like memories that he lost back, right? And you know, he's just having some fun down there, right? Chasm's having Chasm or Chasm, I don't know. Chasm's having some fun, and he creates the Insidious Six. But the funniest part is like the names, right? Like Doctor Octoball. Yeah, like they're kind of just like clown, clownish, yeah. huh? Yeah, like the Grave it. Goblin, the Lazaro, Riceratops, Kraken the Hunter instead of Craven. And they're just hanging out and just like um, they keep messing with what's his name, the um, Jonah. Oh yeah, right. And then they got you go, the no, other. No, you need to yell. You want to die? Yeah. You want to get killed? Do your job and yell at him. You go, and then of course, he, like the one person he yells at is Peter, like the one he always yelled at, Peter? Parker. I need some juicy picks of Spider-Man mm-hmm. now, pronto. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, are it, these it, new characters? This Insidious Six or what the hell? Yeah, these are all new characters. Yeah, well, these they're based off guys. of they're, they're based off of the they're based off of the original, right? The original, yeah. ones. right. It's Doctor Octopus and your Green Goblin and then Rhino, um, Blizzard, Craven uh, uh, the Hunter, and then Scorpion. Got you. So. But, yes, but what about it, the end? The little dude with the beady eyes, what he turned into. <laughs> little <laughs> Gollum. Little Gollum. He's like, oh, I can't. You know, there's been it's been all ass backwards. So I'm going to be even my name's going to be ass backwards to be Rec Rap. <laughs> Instead of Parker, it's going to be Rec Rap. And he's pretty right. much. And, and it looked like some some type of like carnage or venom took him over, huh? Like That's a symbiote. Right, yeah. So he got taken over. And so I, I understand like it's going to be kind of. It's going to be a decent story, a decent end, but not enough, man. I mean, not after, after, not this, a, not, like after this, it's going to be, what, 18, maybe 19 issues once we come to the end of this dark web and, arc? And, Done, dude. And this is why I can tell you why it's not enough. I got four Marvel books in front of me right now, and I'd say that it's that's the probably the one I like the least. I'd say Daredevil 100%, mm-hmm. Deadpool and then, you know, Symbol of Truth, and then uh, Amazing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Like I said before, you can't have, okay. like, damn near a flagship character with this type of 
And it's not, you know, I don't know, Zeb Wells, I'm not too familiar with them. Just uh, I was excited when they restarted it. But you're right, we're already on 17, and it seems like Zeb Wells hasn't taken over that long ago, right? So we're getting two a week or two a month, like you mentioned, and uh, it just could be definitely better. Right. Yeah, I mean, I mean. Pumping them out and make the <clears throat> content better, right? Me and you said this last week, Mark. Uh, Marvel is not doing what DC does. Like what DC does is gives us great Batman books, great detective books, great one bad day, you know, Batman, like all like all this stuff having to do with Batman. Like the worst Batman book right now out is probably, I don't know, Batman Fortress. And even that's kind of is an interesting book. And it was worth me getting the eight issues. Right. But you have Miles Morales, you have Spider-Man deadliest or like deadly neighborhood Spider-Man, amazing Spider-Man, like all of them. Like how many of them are really good? Marvel just can't do it like how DC does with Batman. Seems They're not trying, doing it for me. But it ain't gonna work. Right. So, <clears throat> moving on, me and Sean are gonna talk Know Your Station number two next week probably yes. because you'll go ahead and read that. Like it, it was a pretty interesting number one, and like number two is like, whoa, this is actually a pretty good book, right? And I know you read uh two weeks ago, and we didn't get a chance to talk about it, but I did, and FYI, I did read it. I did like it, the Strange Academy Finals. Ooh, yes. When they had the carnival, right? They had the carnival, carnival. and Mm -hmm. they're uh, trying to make the little man bad again at the very end. Right, I know. Yeah, so that was kind of like the the big thing of the whole damn thing. Right. There's literally two different sides of this school. Like, those kids were bad. (laughs) What the hell? Bad, but then, but, but then, but then, a couple of them have a conscience, right? At times, and they're like, uh, "But I'd rather be on this side, right?" So, uh, from Vault Comics, Mindset Number Six, the sixth and final issue, it was a pretty decent uh, ending, I will say. Some of these short stories I've been reading and finishing the last couple weeks have not been doing it for me, but Mindset, I'm glad I got it. Definitely glad I got it. Um, I had one, yeah, the Department of Truth, like a, it was like a big side story. That was okay. You guys got anything else? All I, I have do. left is this. Um, I, I, didn't, I, I didn't know if you were taking a breather or if you were. <laughs> oh, I was definitely uh, I was definitely coughing. That's why. Oh, I was... OK. Sorry. <laughs> so with the power no. of edit, with, with the power of editing, people yeah. won't even know that I was just coughing my exactly. head off right now. Unless you're live, you never knew. Mm-hmm, exactly. And you wouldn't know if you were live because I muted. And before you do uh, bring up your book, just a quick question. I want to make sure I understand that last page on. Uh, you said you said it. Strange Academy. Is that Fire Guy's dad? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the end of the world is coming, apparently. Myth the bad man. Yes. All right. All right. Cool. Go ahead, Mark. Keep it going. No, I was going to say uh, my lone DC book for the week, Batman Incorporated, man. I there don't know go. how long this story is going to go. I'm really enjoying it. This I mentioned last time I talked about it in issue three. That that one kid that was left for dead from Ghostmaker uh, found Clown Hunter, basically took him under his wing, told him the whole spiel of how he left him for dead, how he's kind of like a murderer and whatnot. In this uh, issue four, it gets even better because not only do we get that new character last week, we get the Black Mist this week. I don't know if it's another – I believe it's another new character, and pretty much she was – she was the whole um, reasoning behind this character coming to get Clown Hunter because she was the one that pretty much um, found. Because you know how I said in the in issue three how um, this kid was left for dead by Ghostmaker, and I was like, I don't know how he got out of the rubble, right? Well, this explains. 
she was running away. She found him. She was training and she saw a ghost maker pretty much at the scene, leaving this kid live uh, for dead. Pretty much they made it like a mission to track him down. And this is where we're at, you know. So now you got a whole team pretty much. And a lot of these other guys, the guys that Ghost uh, Batman actually got to team up with Ghostmaker, because remember when Batman made this whole incorporation and had Ghostmaker run it, he picked like, um, what was, who's that one? Uh, I can't think of his name right now. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm getting a brain fart. Um, he's like the Mexican uh, guy. And uh, what's his name? Mike, you know him. The Mexican uh, character in the Batman. Uh, I incorporated. I, yeah, no, yeah, incorporated. And just the Batman um, universe. What's the Mexican's dude name? Man, I have it in the damn book that Sean got me from uh, DC out there. <laughs> Can't remember though. Anyway, but a lot of these guys are like teaming up um, or like not liking Ghostmaker as they haven't since like issue one or two. They've kind of had their doubts. So now it really feels like all these guys are gonna turn back or turn his, their back on him, and I think that we might have an appearance from Batman soon, because I think that eventually they're going to go back to Batman and give him the whole spiel of what's really going down with Ghostmaker. But yeah, it's been a really, really fun book. Don't know how long it's going on for. It's at issue four. We're going to be on issue five pretty soon, but been great. Been loving it so far. Like I mentioned, a lot of these characters we were getting in the tiny-in uh, detective run are back here. So I've kind of been uh, living uh, vicariously through Batman Incorporated with Clown <laughs> Hunter and whatnot. Nice. And uh, real good stuff. A lot of new characters coming in here and a lot of storylines that are going to make it very, very good. Probably not a very much talked about book. I don't even know how sales are on it maybe i should ask alex uh when i get in there but uh right man really good in my opinion so yeah uh, and, and I, real real quick because i didn't get to mention the beginning i mean i will vouch to what sean said about it being a star-studded week man i am very excited about a bunch of comics coming out this week 007 might be the least one i'm excited for and even that one i'm excited for because that's a fun story but man detective give it to me again right crazy story i want to see what the whole mom with the eyes and the kids doing again obviously action's gonna be getting good again so 1051 is coming out and like you mentioned man the one bad day Catwoman, human target great 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 it's getting down to it i think it's gonna be 12 as always with tom king so man harley quinn as well that one's been fun but man this week john you're right very excited sorry long-winded there but i'm probably that's <laughs> it with me for books and whatnot so go ahead brother yeah, so Mark Wade gives us the first issue of this whole DC Universe uh, event, maybe a reset as well, this Lazarus Planet Alpha. Uh, and so basically a backstory is is that huge uh, like volcano has erupted and uh, bits and pieces of the of the Lazarus pit has been spewed all over the world, kind of throwing technology and magic haywire. And so at the very belly of the beast, they have to um, – not really rescue, but capture the um, Nezha. He's the god. You might see him in Batman Superman World's Finest. And I think he was also in the Batman and Robin or Batman versus Robin uh, uh, story. And what they're trying to do is they're, they're, they're this I think I think it's a new villain, uh, King Fire Bull. I'll show him to you guys at the very end of the issue, like when I can flip to there. But him and his two lackeys are trying to get to Nezha first. And I think they might be wanting to harness his powers for something, right? So, but you have a star-studded, uh, we're going to overuse that term, with star-studded cast of mm. like Supergirl, Zatanna, Blue Beetles in it, Cyborg, um, Shazam, but Mary, the sister. So this is the Mary version of Shazam. Mm. Uh, 
remember Monkey Prince, that new book that came yes. out like a year ago? Monkey Prince is in it. Blue wow. Devil and Power Girl. And of course, Batman and Robin are also in it. But yeah, so they're at the base of this of uh, where Ra's al Ghul is, right, of the volcano. That's where it's happening right now. And then they split off into two teams. Obviously, they fight the two lackeys. And then at the very end of the story, Monkey Prince is with uh, what her name is. What's her name? Like Black Alice. She's apparently the key to like once they find Nezha, they can bring him and she can save all of this, right? So. She with Monkey Prince and Robin are at the uh, back w- at the ship. They're the only ones who don't go anywhere. And the very end of the story, they run into Mr. What's his name? Of course, King Fire Bull. And this is what he looks like right there. Oh, show so me he, the. F- OK, so he does not look very friendly. Badass. Can you show so, me the cover of that book, Mike? Of course I can. Oh, nice. OK. Thank you. Yeah. So this is the first one. And then I think I'm not sure if it's every week, but going forward, we're going to get like, you know, the, you know, Lazarus planet. We once were gods. And, you know, I was kind of lower on books. So I said, you know what? Give it to me. Yeah. If we're, we're going to get a universe reset, I might as well be up to up to tune I, with it. I was opposite, brother. I was. Yeah, I was like I was thinking about it, but I was like, I think I was OK off another DC event for now, man, with the one bad days and just uh some of the Marvel I've been reading and I, you know, I've been trying to get some of these books coming out of previews, got an AWA one, um, which is going to be fun. Uh, but man, it just, uh, I, I don't know if I was ready for another event right now from DC. Right, right. Yeah. And that's what I told you guys too. I, I had the deadliest bouquet and blink and mindset and sacrament from AWA. And I had like four or five or six stories end in the last month. So I was like, you know what? I'm not getting those books. I might as well just pick up one extra one and kind of be in tune with this whole if it's really going to rewrite how we see in the mm-hmm. DC universe right now. So, but that's all I got for books, guys. What about you, Sean? Anything else? Uh, that, my friend, is going to be it for this week. But next week, that's just getting yeah. the blind. I, I almost want to dig into some of the books that we're getting tomorrow, actually. I mean, it's going to be hard not to read Junkyard Joe. It's going to be oh, those are some of those quick ones. I mean, especially we're going to have Bane One Bad Day read for next week. And, I may even have to sneak in freaking the Catwoman, bro. Like the, like you said, like, you know, man, it, it was easy to get into Batman comics because you kind of right. like them a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I'm also kind of glad that we're getting this stack this week. So that way we can read it and be good for in two weeks because next oh, week with, you're with, right. oh. with Jason Douglas, you know what? I think I have a shorter stack behind mm. me. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, so it works out to a little, you know, like a shorter stack so we can uh, concentrate on parallel and whatever Mr. Yeah. Douglas wants to talk about. So that, that that's going to be fun, though, because, yeah, you're right. Douglas, see what he's been re- writing or what, yeah, re- reading right. and just he's always a fun hey, guest. And maybe it's going to be the four time guest right there, bro. So I mean, who knows what we're going to get into, man. And maybe this for you guys. You guys can ask him if he's into it. Yellowstone, Michigan town hosting a team <laughs> festival this summer there in his home state. So, yeah, nice. I know you guys are getting into Yellowstone. Like and whatnot. Like so, yes, yeah, sir. All right, Sean. So game sales. I mean, there's a reason the game sales through the first two episodes are up over 300 percent of this game. Right. And we've been reading articles and it's, you know, they're saying it's the best video game adaptation of any movie TV show ever made. So what did you think about the, you know, because me and you, I'm pretty safe to say that you haven't played the game. I've never played the game. And it's funny because 
it was actually a scene. I, I think I may have seen it on Twitter. They took a scene from episode two strictly off of the game. I mean, mm-hmm. you've obviously watched it and it was just right there. Like they're like walking across something with the girl. And I guess it was literally identical to what was right. in the freaking game. So I'm like, OK, like that's pretty badass. I, I, saw, I, I saw a Twitter video and it was like five or six scenes where it was exactly yeah, like the game, not just one scene, but it was it, it was numerous. So I've seen the first two. We were just like, eh, screw it. Like after the first episode ended, it was like 10, 15, 10, 30. And we're like, uh, let's go ahead and do it because the second episode is super short. It's it's way shorter than the first one. So, OK, so it's a shorter one. I'm it, definitely going to watch it ASAP, right. bro, probably tomorrow. So basically, Mark, the backstory is, is that it was cool how they set it up because it was like an interview. It was like one of those classic shows. Everyone's smoking <laughs> so cigarettes. Dope, bro. You know? It's like back in 1968, and they're having conversations with like an ecologist and also someone, you know, a scientist who specializes in like fungus, right? Not just like bacteria and viruses. And they're just explaining how 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 a fungus is different than a virus or you know or bacteria, bacteria or something like that. Yeah. So funguses. and like how it takes over. And but most or if not all funguses can't survive in a human body because a human body is uh, the normal temperature is over 94 degrees and then the scientist this is back in 1968 says well, what if the earth were to get like a little ho- a little hotter right and so they can go ahead and maintain right and so they could kind of learn to feed and adapt. survive and adapt off of you know the human body at 90 you know eight 90.6 degrees and uh so yeah that, that, that was so weird because it, it felt so real Right, like you know, we're coming off of this whole COVID thing, global warming. Um, Coincidentally, at the same, and it was like time. It, it makes you think, like, oh my God, this can happen, right? And then so, episode two, I won't get into Sean because they kind of give a backstory of how it, how it, it started. Okay, so that's how it. Okay, cool, cool, right? cool. Kind of how it started. I mean, it's definitely going to be a show where they're going to go back and forth. They're going to have to give you bits and pieces of how this thing started because it's a 20-year difference, right? So fast forward to 2000. We never find out. Yeah, we never find out in episode one how it actually started. It just jumps from that 1968 to 2000, 2003. Yep, 2003. 2003. Little girl wakes up. She's about 14 years old. She goes downstairs, makes uh, her dad breakfast. It's his birthday. They got the radio on. They're hearing certain violent incidences in Jakarta. Over there in Indonesia. And they're like, ah, whatever, eh, whatever. So they just go about their day. And the little girl, she's going to get her dad a present. This is Pedro Pascal, by the way, who's the dad. Yes, the man. He works construction. He goes with his brother, Tommy, Tommy in the truck. They Tommy. go. She goes her separate ways. <clears throat> then she goes to get his her dad's uh, watch fixed. All of a sudden, some ambulances, some cop cars are zooming down the street. The like, oh, the owner of the store comes out like, oh, sorry, you have to go. You have to leave. You have to leave. Like, I would go home. Please go home. I said, what? Little girl gets home. Uh, Pedro Pascal gets home late. Doesn't bring the cake for himself, right, and everything. So, um, and then, oh, that's right. The little girl falls asleep. Pedro Pascal is gets woken up because his brother his got brother arrested, arrested. Has to go bail him out. So now the girl wakes up. It's like 2.15 in the morning, and she's left all, what the hell? Where's my dad? All of a sudden, the dog from next door is scraping at the window, like, come help me, come save me. And then she, oh, let's take you home. Dog busts out of the of the collar, runs away, like, hey, where are you going? Where are you going? She goes inside the house. And the little old lady that earlier that day couldn't even, like, say a word or even move hardly is 
you know, feeding like the the husband or like probably the son maybe or like you know the is a, a younger guy he's sitting there and it looks like his neck's just torn out right he's like help me help me and then at the and then she, they go around the corner because there's blood everywhere and then this old lady who's like probably in her 90s she's feeding off of like the like her daughter like an older lady but not as old and she gets up and these little Bro, I thought it was like a freaking spider freaking. And she just starts to, of course, the the zombie scream. She runs out. That's when Pedro Pascal and Tommy come and and pull up and shoot. You know, they have to shoot the the grandma, right? Because she's coming out. She's walking like I think this lady could hardly freaking walk. Hits her first with a freaking wrench, doesn't he? Oh, that's oh, that's right. Hits her with a wrench. <laughs> that's right. Then I mean, they, they didn't shoot her. And then so they zoom away. They're trying to get away, of course. And now this is like the classic uh, apocalyptic. Uh, movie or tv show where all the freeways are closed they try to find a like a, a different place and yeah and then and then something unfortunate happens i won't spoil it for all the viewers but something unfortunate happens and then we mm-hmm. we fast forward like 20 years later which is now 2023 current times and they're living in like a blockaded uh area of boston where they're Pedro Pascal's job is just to put bodies, bodies who are like dead bodies and then kind of cremate them, right? Like if they've been infected or whatever. And uh, like how sad was that part with the, with the little kid? Yeah, like, yeah. Like when they test him and, and then it's red, like he's positive for like the whatever the the fungal. Because you know it's gonna happen at the end of the right. day. Like that's what he's the like, system hey, we're is your favorite food. We're gonna get you some medicine. We're gonna get you your favorite food and all the toys you want. He's and like smiling, then, and then they give him the shot, and then like that's pretty much to put him down. Okay. And so. And yeah, and then the uh, the story then progresses. Uh, we see the the blonde girl who's Tess. She's the the gal from Fringe, yeah, that show okay. I used to watch years and years ago. Um, and then they are trying to get out of the city that night to go find his brother Tommy because mm-hmm. he hasn't checked in in like three weeks, right? The cop says he hasn't talked to him in a while, or the one that right. he does like little side business with, right? And then before they leave, they find out that um, – because they're trying to get a battery for the truck. And then they go and they find that you know, that place was hit up, the fireflies, right? They were hit up. They, you know, it was just a, a shooting – like a, mm-hmm. a, trade, a trade gone wrong with that guy, with Robert or whatever. And everyone but the two gals are dead. She's got her ear you know, off. Dude, Robert's then, different, man. <laughs> and so they tell her that you have to take the little girl because she's the key to this – the cure, right? And she, it, it, at the very end, we find out that she's that she's yeah, like she's positive, right? Yeah. But she said she's had it for like weeks, and usually it only takes a, like a day for someone to just yeah. fully turn. So and I'll then see and then die. So we'll two. see. Yeah. So episode two comes up. A lot more things are explained. A lot more action packed. You know, but definitely a good start. I really like it, bro. And I love you just did because you literally I'm actually like seeing every scene. You're just even when they're like driving in the freeway, everyone had the same idea. They cross the field. They get on that main road. The freaking right. planes are like right behind them. Oh, one my God. Remember when the plane crashed and then took out like that bro. little piece of like whatever the engine or something took out the car like that was crazy. Yeah. No, that that was it, it's a damn good show. And I can't right. wait for episode two. Yeah, even like how number one ends. I see it end with freaking Pascal freaking just beating the shit out of freaking this cop and his hand is bloody. I'm like, hopefully he doesn't get infected somehow. And then freaking the girl we find out is positive for longer than she should be positive. So, right. 
But what yeah, about just, um, but what about uh, the very end of the episode? We're here at Depeche Mode, which is 80s music, which means that there's trouble. Yeah, something's wrong. You'll find out what's wrong in episode two. I just saw the trailer. I do. As you guys were bro. talking, it's dope, bro. Yeah, it seems pretty. Um, it's not just a typical like oh Walking Dead type of thing, nah, bro. Like there's actually a good little. It's apocalyptic, huh? Yeah, it yeah. is apocalyptic ultimately, but it, it's, it's cool. It's high intensity too because in episode two they get those like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Like you got like you feel at home that like you have to be quiet. Like oh my god, oh my god. Yeah, dude, it's 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 pretty cool. How long is Definitely. the episode you said? Like forty minutes? Well, it felt like it was well over an hour the first episode. And oh, I, and for, I think the first one was like an hour like fifteen, hour twenty. Right. So I think it's like forty five minutes. So okay. I was like, what the hell? I only have like ten minutes left. But I was like, Oh, that's what they do. They pull you in with a long ass first episode, right? So I got something to watch tomorrow. And, and since I'm connected, I'm getting in live from the wire right here from BBC. Um the star of Bella Ramsey says a second series is very likely. Yeah, I'm not surprised because they have a second game out, so they probably have enough content to to follow, right? It's not like they have to make up their own stuff like Game of Thrones had to do, right? So yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm but excited. It's, it's I wonder good. who I wonder who made this game. You Naughty Dog. Who, oh, it's a Naughty Dogger. Naughty Dog. Nice. Yep, the wow. same company who made okay. Crash Bandicoot. Crash yes. Bandicoot. I was gonna say that. Yeah. Wow, I haven't heard that name in a while. Naughty. Yeah. yeah, Danielle was like, ew, who's that? I was like, no, that's the company. She goes, oh, I thought it was like made by like the person calls himself Naughty Dog. It's like, what, is, what kind of show is this? You're like a porn <laughs> star. Right? That's what she's saying. Naughty, naughty, that's naughty. That's funny. You're teasing me. Naughty, naughty, teasing me. That's going to be a great right, But that's it. That's all I have for Do you guys have any news? Bro, I mean, news is drying me other than like news was drying. I have box besides, office news. Come on, Alan Baldwin getting charged with involuntary manslaughter from that. From yeah, that guy dying on the set of that movie. Yeah, of course, Avatar gets his two billion dollars. I know the Oscars coming up, but I mean, other than that, it's it's dry right now for movies. You got Avatar last weekend coming in twenty million. Puss in Boots when your Puss in Boots is your second favorite or second best. Megan, what's this movie Megan about? It looks pretty interesting. Oh, it's, it's the uh, it's the AI girl. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the poster and whatnot it seems pretty interesting. I didn't look too much yeah. into it, but Megan AI, um, maybe worth watching. Maybe I don't know. But yeah, it seems kind of dry at the box office right now. The Hollywood kind of probably takes a break, whatever, gets ready for these Oscars, Academy Awards, and red carpet appearances, and Met Galas, and dresses, and diamonds, and flashes, and <laughs> everything right. that Hollywood does. Down there in LA, I'll be down there February 5th. Maybe they'll have an award show when I'm down there in Tinseltown, and uh, I can uh, you know, get star-studded myself out there, but we'll see. There you go. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, cue the music because I can't wait to download some of this music and then get it to you. The nice, soothing sounds of the first of this year, first of many, today in comic bookie history. Today, January 24th in 1962, Mr. Jackie Robinson became the first African-American baseball player inducted into the Hall of Fame. Nice. We're talking about uh, Scott Rowland over there in pre-production, Sean. Uh, today in 1988 was the first ever Royal Rumble. Oh, shoot. Who won? Won by uh, Mr. Jim Dugan. Nice. Jim Dugan. Let's get ready to rum. <laughs> and back in 1982, speaking of Sean's prediction for this year's Super Bowl, 
Super Bowl, what's that? The Bengals. Uh, 16, Super Bowl 16 in the Pontiac Silverdome in Detroit, Michigan. Niners the San Francisco 49ers defeat the Cincinnati Bengals 26-21 with Joe Montana taking the MVP. Nice. Uh, and then also uh, on the entertainment side, only have one. 2006, Disney announces that it is purchasing Pixar for just a mere $7.4 billion. And I'm sure that they've made just a little bit more than that amount legendary <laughs> in, ever since right right in the last uh shoot almost 20 years since they did that uh, i birthdays. love pixar oh i love it too yeah. uh birthdays today i have no deaths so that's a good start for the year i have no deaths usually it's like a you know oh god but birthdays today uh happy birthday to sean mcveigh turning 37 37 yes. mm. 37 years old mm. mr mcveigh hope he gets a freaking bag of shit Luis Suarez turns 36. That's a 1987 birthday. One, and, year, one year younger than McVeigh. Right. And then your year, 1984, Mark, it's Mr. Scott Casimir turns 39 years old. There he is. The Scott Casimir, the, le- the, the former Ray and A. Even Giant. Yeah, that's right. And wasn't he a Red Sox or two? Yeah, he may have uh, been a Red Sox, maybe. I'm not sure. But yeah, that's it. So thank you so much for, for listening to the today in Cullen Bookie history. There'll be more of those <clears throat> in the weeks to come, but uh, that's it for episode 175. It's been absolutely fantastic. Thank you so much. Uh, we are rounding. Shoot, man, it's already the 25th of January. Crazy, man. Crazy. Dude, I mean, like, you know, you always say that, <clears throat> but it's 11 just months. Like, you'll be saying Happy New Year again, my right? guy. <laughs> but uh, I'm going to go ahead and give it to you guys to end this episode because I need to clear my throat. So take it away, gentlemen. 175 is up. Man, 175 is special. It's just crazy how we many damn times we use the word star studded but you know what star studded weekend coming up with obviously sports obviously comics coming out tomorrow like mike always says support your local comic book shops for us treasure island alex we love you next week definitely tune in again monday at 6 p.m it's gonna be beautiful we got the four-time visitor mr jason douglas coming to join us uh, happy Lunar New Year to everybody, and definitely sending the comic booky condolences to every family affected by these just the one time. Sorry, these fucking dumb shootings, bro. Because it's just getting old, and we need to just get right, man. This country needs to just get right because it's just it's dumb, man. You know, it, almost all this positivity we do and fun, it almost just like brings you down here and all these innocent people getting shot for just stupid reasons. And it hits home. Cause like I told those guys, man, that shooting half moon bay, that guy was arrested right outside the office at Marissa's doing her school, you know, shoot. It could happen anywhere. But again, thank you guys for listening. Hopefully everyone has a great week and can't wait till next week. Definitely, Sean. Condolences to all of the families' lives lost in this horrific, pretty much California tragedies, if you will. Close to 20 people dead in California in like what with a span of three days. So that's horrific news. I hate to kind of end this episode on that. So, you know, condolences from the Comic Bookies podcast to everybody. But um sean you talking about this was star studded episode star studded brought up a lot and i couldn't be more happier than to do it with my star studded co-host so thank you Brasi. thank you with, right thank you yeah, cohorts thank you Brasi. thank you with wow 
Uh, it was real great to do 175 tonight, and I hope that everybody is enjoying these podcasts and, you know, sharing them. We're doing them for you, man. We're doing them for the fans. We're doing them to grow. We're doing them to always get better. So, yeah, we thank you guys for the journey, and thank you guys for listening along. If you guys want to come in contact with us, always at the Comic Bookies on all social media. If you guys want to get our email, it's the Comic Bookies at gmail.com. Let us know, like Sean said. Check in with us we will be on earlier hopefully we get some more eyes on us nine eastern six pacific mr jason douglas source point press will be on with us so as always thank you to our sponsor alex we love you i'll be there tomorrow to get all these star studded books and yes keep listening <laughs> sharing and uh we're getting close to cupid time so a lot of red out there in the stores so everybody show love always because it's needed for sure so uh, we love you guys and God bless. Got to love that Hallmark holiday, right, Mark? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I will say no new downloads, but Sean, you weren't here last week. Uh, welcome Mexico to the comic bookie uh, <sighs> oh, passport. Stamp it. Uh, thank you so much for the support down there in Mexico. Uh, and congratulations to the 12 different winners of our most recent contest. Yes. Uh, these brand new congrats. books are going to be heading to you uh, in a couple days. So congrats on that. And we'll probably be running one in the next couple months, you know a couple months down the road but yeah thank you so much uh episode 175 was amazing so thank you all uh make sure to check out uh, the youtube page subscribe and like all these videos and let's go ahead and get this thing viral uh love it and then go ahead and give us a rating on apple you know podcast or spotify wherever you listen to us too but for mark and sean this is mike this has been the common boogies podcast we will see you all with jason douglas a nice little four-way for episode 176 Sounds enjoy the sports Yes, sir. Enjoy the comics and enjoy the hell out of each other. Peace out. See you guys next week. Peace out. And always enjoy each other and enjoy your freaky four-way with your cohorts. But no, enjoy the 24 hours of racing that definitely goes and ends an hour right before these great NFL games start. So enjoy that. Enjoy everything. We love you guys. Peace. Peace.